On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Public Transportation Podcast, where we discuss poor public transportation in Toronto, New York, Montreal, London, and beyond. One subway and bus line at a time, alphabetically even. We discuss... We're just passionate about trains. Oh, trains! I forgot the trains, yes. We discuss every bus, every train, every taxi, every subway car. We will never stop until we've discussed Tokyo's underground. But seriously, folks, welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we will be discussing every subway car this week. With me this week, I have joining me... Hi. Aaron. Oh, hi, Aaron. This is Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, we're discussing every subway car, and we'll give you the snippet right here. Warehouses above. every subway car but my question for you aaron is yes. what album is this off from it's definitely post steven bnl i mean that's clear it's not i don't think it's fake nudes i want to say silver ball but i feel like it was a little before that because it doesn't sound silver ball sounds very there's a, there's a specific sound that album has that this doesn't have but it's almost there so it's somewhere in the Silver Ball. Uh, I don't know all the albums, so I'm pro- whatever. What came before Silver Ball? I'm guessing that one. <laughs> all right. So before Silver Ball, we have All in Good Time. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm think I'm forgetting. Hold on. Every All in All in Good Time. Mm-hmm. Mm, I can see the front of the album, and I can't pick it up off my head. Um, Grinning Streak. Oh, that's right. Grinning Streak. I forgot about that. Silver one. Ball, and then Fake Nudes. And of course, the the bare naked ladies with the persuasions, but that's kind of a half an album because they just reviewed a lot of their old songs. Gotcha. Uh, so, what are you having me choose between these ones? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you, you got it right. It is post Stephen yeah. Page. Yeah. Post Stephen Page, pre Silver Ball. And and I kind of gave you an easy out on that one because I couldn't get the name of Grinning Streak, so I mean that that's kind of a giveaway on that. Um. Okay, I was gonna say Grinning Streak, but yeah, since you didn't know Grinning Streak, I want to guess All in Good Time. <laughs> yes, it is All in Good Time. Ah, nice. Two thousand and ten. Well, this is easy if I can just just twenty questions my way out of this. <laughs> Can you get Tracy to mess up enough <laughs> that he doesn't remember which albums there are? <laughs> Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> this song was released as a U.S. and Canadian iTunes preview track. 
Oh, an extra? Well, mm. not really an extra, because it was on the actual it album. It was on the album, but it was released early as a preview. It was re- released early as a preview mm. if you pre-ordered the album. Um, and you could also pre-order it as a standalone product, which is really kind of an odd way of going about it. Also, and I don't know if you listened to this version of it. I think I may have sent it to you. There was It was also later released as a second single from the album, recut as a duet with Aaron McCarley. Um, I had never heard the recut until just we were looking up for this this week's podcast. The harmonies are really beautiful and she has a great voice. Um, I definitely want to listen to more of her songs now. She's very, very different. She sings it very much the way they sing it with just Ed singing the first, the second verse, but she just has a beautiful voice. And this song has been played 108 times by Bare Naked Ladies, of course. Wow. 85 of those times, though, was done on the 2010 tour. Okay. That makes a little more sense. So they were really hitting this song hard off that first tour, and then they just don't play it much in their rotation huh. anymore, which is really strange because it was their big really big hit off this <laughs> album for a while. <laughs> Sounds like Michelle and I... <laughs> Uh, I think we get a hint on Michelle's feeling about this song. <laughs> yeah, that would that's my hint at foreshadowing. <laughs> maybe maybe we feel similarly about this song. <laughs> well, before we get to Michelle's take on it, Aaron, why don't you break down this song for us? All right, let's break it down. Break down, break down, break down. Aaron's gonna talk about construction and time. So. so... Here's the thing about this song. <laughs> it's very samey. The, the intro, which is more or less the bridge changes, is uh, B-A-E. And the verse is C-sharp minor, E-B-G-sharp. And then the chorus is C-sharp minor, E-B-A. Which it turns around towards, you know, to go back. And it just kind of repeats. There's not enough change there where it's really... It just kind of sounds like the same four chords over and over again. There's a couple of extra different ones, but it more or less is sort of sort of that kind of it's in the key of e major by the way i should have mentioned and it's uh i'm so sorry i'm starting off very negative here in the key of e major <laughs> it's approximately 130 beats per minute and yeah we just kind of get the same repeating figure over and over again with occasionally the turnaround chord being different uh so you have the intro which is again the bridge changes to b a e and then the verse, which is uh, C-sharp, E, B, G-sharp, into the chorus, C-sharp, E, B, A, into the verse, into the chorus, bridge, so again, B, A, E, and then back into the chorus. Um, so you get like a C, A, B, A, B, C, B kind of uh, form. But the problem for me is that it doesn't really feel like that. It almost, when I listen to this, I, I, try, I try and listen to the songs both actively and passively. Right, so when I'm doing an active listening, I can really hear. Okay, that's a different turnaround. That that chord is different than than the the one before. But when I was listening to this passively, doing something else, just kind of trying to get a feel for like how it is, you know, subconsciously, just be, kind of absorbing into my subconscious, I it just felt like it was the same four chords over and over again. It felt like it was just on a loop and just playing the same thing. Now, to be as fair as I can, knowing that BNL is a big fan of making things programmatic and thematic. It could be that they're thinking about a subway loop that just goes around and around and around and does the same thing. So I give you credit for that if that's what you're trying Aren't to do. Aren't you good? But unfortunately, it was a little boring. Not bad, 
just <laughs> didn't really go anywhere. It's like it's like falling asleep on the subway, just going around and around and around. <laughs> I didn't really go anywhere. I traveled, but I didn't go anywhere. That was my experience. How about you guys? I am going to agree with you on that. Um, to my first note, because I always like to, I kind of do it like you, like active listen and passive listen and just sort of enjoy the song. Mm. But to me, the thing that just was grating on me were the obvious rhymes. Like the obvious, mm. I'm obviously rhyming. Like, come on, Ed. You're a Scorpio. We expect better from you. <laughs> what the hell? And it just, it just felt contrived to me and my other note is very radio pop like this is just it's an unremarkable song you know what i mean it's the sameness of it like you could walk through the mall and hear it in the background you are not going to pay attention to the lyrics you're not gonna there's nothing that emotionally is going to grab you and affect your life it's pleasant enough to listen to but it doesn't do anything and I will say the harmony at the chorus was very nice. Like, they always deliver on yep. their harmonies. That's uh, one thing that you're always going to get really nicely done. But my overall feeling was meh. Yeah. <laughs> Those were my notes. Yeah. Obvious rhyming, very pop radio, nice harmony at chorus, meh. Well, I think that this, and I think we're going to have, like, Tim that <laughs> wrote in last week. Tim. Did I get it yeah, right? It Did Tim. I say Tim? I think it's Tim. Okay, I'll edit it out if I got it wrong. <laughs> As Tim said last week, like there are going to be people that are going to like the later BNL stuff <gasps> more than the early BNL stuff. How dare this... they? <laughs> <laughs> he, he does. He, he absolutely <gasps> loves the later stuff more than the early stuff. There's some of the big hits of the early era that he likes, but he's not a. He, there are a lot of Gordon songs that he's not. What about Tim? Um, Dear Tim, like, I request that? that you listen to <laughs> She's gonna convert Born you. on a Pirate Ship. Listen to that album a couple of times and feel it. I'm going to tell you, you're going to love it. So that's my that's my <laughs> demand. <laughs> well, you know, people look for different things from music true. and try and get different things that's out of it. That's true. So that's something that I've... I mean, you and I, Michelle, clearly we're the headphone kind of listeners where we're, you know... Uh, some people put on music like just to dance you know what I mean and that's, that's what they like something that gets them get up and moving I personally I'm looking for an emotional journey and I'm looking for yeah exploring my subconscious uh, I don't know but uh, <laughs> I want me. the music to change my life and this would yes yes and I think this is an example so this is what we see happen mm. with BNL after the break this, I think, and, and I don't think that it's a mistake of theirs to put this song out ahead of the record. And for them, because this is them claiming who the new BNL is going to be, what they're now going to sound like. And I think this is It is very, emblematic of that. Yes. Yeah. You're right. And, and may I just say one more thing? Tim, I apologize if I just offended you. I did not mean to. <laughs> I'm just a diehard OG <laughs> BNL fan. Michelle's just trying to spread the love of, of the early VNL. And if you prefer their later music, then I commend you. And you have every right to like whatever you want. Everyone, yeah, everyone. I just didn't want to come off as like, nobody can like anything oh, no, before. No, no. I think people know that we're, we're being a little silly. Yes. Like we're like, that's our, your honest opinion, but you're also yes. being, you're, 
you're presenting it in a way to be amusing. I'm thrilled that you love BNL, so that's great. And I just, <laughs> yeah. I just want ultimately, yeah. <laughs> and that you like us. I want Tim to know and all of our listeners to know that whatever your favorite oh, yeah, BNL totally. song is, I support you and I, I applaud you. Unless it's another Unless postcard. Unless it's another postcard, then Michelle I'm going to have serious issue. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to have to. And then I'm going to talk with you, and I'll be I'll be okay with you. I like that, that song. I like that. Song. Oh, anyway, <laughs> sorry to hog the mic on that one. So this song is very mm. emblematic of their later That's era stuff. I think this defines their later era stuff. And so if you if you like this song, yes. you are going to yes. like their newer stuff. It is very poppy, uh, with a little bit of a harder edge to it. It's not quirky mm. like their old, older stuff for the most part. Unless you get a good Jim or or Kevin song, they tend to be more quirky with their stuff later on. Jim's songs are definitely quirky and awesome. And there's not as much wordplay. It's not horrible lines yeah. in the song, but it's not. It's not what I'm used to with Ed. Matter of fact, the whole first verse, I almost the, after hearing it for the tenth time. The whole first verse, I was my thought that kept hitting me from time five to time ten was we could have cut this out of the song. Yes. There's no there's no point of this verse in this song. There's no it doesn't it doesn't engage the story. It doesn't bring the story forward in any way. It doesn't even introduce us to the character. In no way is this an opening verse of a of a song. Is it no way of an opening paragraph or an opening chapter of a story? Which is what the first verse of a music yeah. of a song should be. Well, this is very straightforward too. It's hard for me to try and look for some deeper meaning. I would I would love to be proved wrong. So please come on the show and tell <laughs> us uh, what you were trying to imply. But I, I just feel like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a straightforward love song, having a story. That's totally you know that's totally fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I do miss kind of the complexities and the layers of some. I mean, you look at a song like Conventioneers. Oh, and compare it to this, and it's just like it's right. Yeah, it's two very different stories. With with Conventioneers has so many things going on. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, to me, it just can't compare. Yeah. I, I, and again, I, I don't think this is a bad song by any stretch of the imagination. Here's what I wrote, and I think this is interesting, Trace, that you mentioned. This is emblematic of their later stuff because again, I'm I'm I have not heard nearly. I haven't even heard half of their work, right? But. From what I've heard, I seem to kind of, this is kind of how I feel in general. But I wrote in my notes while I was listening to this song, it's not bad. It's a better than average song, very polished and slickly produced. Sounds nice. You nod your head along. There's nothing about it that really grabs me and demands my attention, though. And I think that's the problem. Yes, agreed. For me. A problem for me. I should say. This is a song I would listen to on the radio. I would listen to over and over in the background, but it's not one that I'm sitting there and singing with. Yeah, it is. You can put it on the background and study or do whatever you need to do. That is that is the kind of song it is, to me at least. And that's just my opinion, obviously. It doesn't, right. right. It doesn't require anything of you, which is nice if that's what you're looking mm-hmm. for. Like, it's not, it right. is nice to listen to. The melody's great. Yeah. It's a pleasant sounding. Yeah. It's nicely arranged. But there's nothing mm, that 
it would this would be a song that would give me energy if I'm out blowing leaves in the lawn or out shoveling or or cleaning the house doing something else like this is a great rocking tune to give me the energy to move but it doesn't require me to engage with my brain at all which is good in and of itself it, it doesn't make it a bad song there's a lot of songs that I listen to that are that it's not what I come to bare naked ladies for I come to bare naked ladies for a song that is going to challenge me make me have fun make me enjoy it and then afterwards go boy that was really dark and i really had fun with that oh my god what's wrong with me um <laughs> maybe there's something wrong with me that that's what i come to this band for but that that is exactly what i come to this band for. i i hear you i agree i come to this band to feel my feelings yeah now one of the things i do like about this song and i want to make sure i put it out there it does tell a story it, it is a very yeah very um direct perspective it's a very detailed perspective of a person that's in love that is showing their love through this through, through this view of graffiti artist so he's definitely taking it through the the lens of a graffiti artist and he definitely goes into like thinking about how that why that person would do that and he's he's put the thought and the time behind like considering their point of view on it which is great uh something he always does Coming back to that first paragraph again, though, like, if you're writing a love song, it doesn't serve any purpose of painting the picture of this, of what's going on, of telling us about the lover, of telling us about the person. It doesn't lay this, the, the basement of the song. The second verse almost does it better than the first verse, but we're even, even if you start off with that second verse, there's still something missing. We haven't been introduced to this character yet. This song needs an introduction to this character. We need to know why he's doing this for this person. Although after you've heard the song, I will say the first verse makes sense because it's his backpack. That's where he keeps all his spray paint. But just right. yeah. hearing it off the bat out of the blue, you're like, what backpack? Like you're thinking, is this a high school kid? You know what I mean? Like it you have to hear it more than once to understand what that's about. I like the story of the song and as much as the idea that this person's so in love with someone they're gonna they're gonna write on every subway car and everyone's gonna know. There's something there's something nice about that. There's something about that that I can relate to as a hopeless romantic. <laughs> Um, not that I would ever deface public property for, <laughs> for, but you know, maybe if I was Banksy. I believe it's illegal, so we do not support spray painting or graffiti. Yeah, please, and no, we in no way encourage people to do this. So we're just saying that uh, the concept is interesting, and I like it, and it paints a picture in your mind. So that's that's good, and that's why I, I give this a slightly above average uh, rating. I think it's not, you know. Not my favorite song, but it's certainly not a bad song. And I would even say it's, it's rather good. It's not bad. It's not a bad song, but it doesn't thrill me. I'm not thrilled mm. or moved by it. So it's for my... We have high standards. My, I was going to just say my expectations of BNL are mm. very high. So when they just are good and fine, it's I'm underwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's not fair. Maybe... I'm like the narcissist parent trying to expect their kid to never live up to my expectations. I don't know. That's a story for another day, but whatever. What were you going to say, Tracy? So I'm going to go in two different directions with this, and I'm going to paste it. One, the whole song throughout, but mostly the chorus of the song, is very poetic. 
I think that as a poem in and of itself, it is a very good poem. It could be read as a poem and make a lot of sense and, and sound fine. He uses a lot of really great lines in here, like systemically refused and chemically removed. Like, yeah, the system hates graffiti and they go around, they chemically remove this stuff. Like that, to me, it works. And there are a lot of other lines in here that I really enjoy. I show restraint on the patron saint of urban group gardens in bloom like that's a very poetic way of saying what graffiti is and then i love um, that back half of that if i don't faint ingesting paint breathing all of these fumes to, yes. that's my that i will say that is my favorite verse in this song that that was catchy yeah i like that and the verse before that i'm on my own i'm they've got this wrong i'm on my own i'm it should be sliced alone I did it for you. They have it sliced alone on the lyrics. No, it's I'm sliced alone. I did it for you. As in Rocky. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! He yelling out to Adrian. <laughs> like, come on. Um, get your lyrics right, people. Sliced alone, um, sliced alone. It's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> I've outgrown my wings and flown into something brand new. Like, it's a very nice, beautiful picture that he's painting. Here's another problem that I have with his lyrics. And I, I'm i like, okay, well, I'm a mainer. Maybe I'm not understanding this correctly here. Maybe it's just me being an idiot from Maine. I'm underground at the turnaround. This one is pristine. So basically this whole song, he is at the turnaround for the subway and that's where he decides to put the, his love message up now he says everyone's going to see it everyone's going to see this going to see this wonderful message i put up about my my significant other because they're going to see my love no one goes to the turnaround <laughs> no one is going to see this message ed <laughs> no one ever rides to the end terminal where they turn the well they don't actually don't even turn cars around that's actually a, a myth yeah, they go both ways. They they turn, they stop, they switch tracks, and they come back on the on the next track right next to it. It's not a turnaround; it's just switching tracks. But even if you're taking it to the end terminal, no one ever takes the train to the end terminal. <laughs> I, I I actually talked to a person that lives in New York City and and travels New York subways all the time. No one takes it to the end terminal, Ed. <laughs> Maybe you were bored and trying to find a, a song to write, and you did, and that inspired you. That is not what people do normally. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so now I'm going to take it in a different direction, though. Aaron, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I am going to encourage people <laughs> to go out there and spray paint their love um... in Montreal, in Toronto, and in Quebec. Because they actually have programs out there where they will pay you to beautify the city by putting graffiti art up. Oh, wow. I am going to, I'm, I'm going to mention right now, our early, our appearance. Mm -hmm. I'm, it's not really a Bare Naked Ladies appearance this week. It is a lot of graffiti art that has been put up around Toronto and around Montreal that has been done as a beautification project. They, they have a whole project called nice. Street Art Toronto called Start, where they, since 2012, they go around and they encourage people and pay people to put murals up. And since they've started this, 
Over 649 murals have been completed in Toronto alone. They were doing this in Quebec nice. and in Montreal before this. They have had over 393 traffic signal boxes wrapped. They go around, they paint the concrete barriers, the fences, the road murals, the traffic boxes, the laneways, the underpasses, and sides of buildings. In Toronto, they even have a mural of where all the street art murals are. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to add that onto here because it really is. These images that they've created are beautiful. They're vibrant. They're amazing to look at. And I encourage people to go and see what Toronto has done with their city. to make, And it encourages people to go out and do good street art. Now, the trick is they'll pay you up to $65,000 to do this. But you've got to keep it up for over three years. Like your job is to maintain that street art in case people write over it to go back and clean mm. it up and keep fixing it up. What a um, great idea. God, Canada, I love yeah, you. Is. Yeah, Canada's got so many great ideas that they implement. Uh, that's that's. I'm just looking at some of this now. I googled the Toronto Street Art Project, and there's some really great, really great murals. It's it's uh, up there with what you would yeah. see like Picasso make and, and really famous artists. Like these people have some major talent. Oh, serious talent, yeah. So Legit. if you're out there, 2019, they're actually going to be taking in the next wave of people to do these projects. So put your names in. If you are you a street go. artist, do it. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that. That's awesome. I want to make one correction. I said before that that Ed doesn't make any play on words throughout the song. He does do one in here. Throughout the song, at the end of every chorus, um, he says, spray paint on my glove. And throughout yeah. the song, he repeats that spray paint on my glove until the last time he says it, he says Belton on my glove and Belton is a spray paint, a, a brand of spray paint. So it's kind of neat that he's like, okay, I'll change it up for this last one. I like that. You know, I found a rhyme that, that goes with it. And it reminds me of um, Jane where they the girl worked at the store, sweet Jane St. Clair. So da da da. While I shopped there, and then they change it to, well, I shoplift there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a subtle, a subtle difference. It's not the same thing, but it's kind of like you're singing the same thing, but you're just changing it up a little bit. Yeah. And I can't wait to get to Jane, because I absolutely love that song, too. So mm, I can't wait either. I'll be, Speaking... I'll be 50 by then. But anyway. Speaking of numbers... Oh, yes. Why don't we put some numbers to this? Let's do it. So I had different things for our rating systems, and and I've decided to just go with blue backpacks. How many blue backpacks do we give this song? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to go with huffing, but I didn't think that was very, you know, oh. the, the spray paint in the cans. But then I thought, that's not very nice. So How many spray paint back. cans? Yes. Um <laughs> And, you know, it's not a bad song, actually. I came in strong and hard because it just didn't... Like, I loved last week's song, Eraser, so much. It was so much fun. And this song just didn't have the fun part for yeah, me. Yeah, can't compare. You know what I mean? So I'm giving this a 2.5, and I'm sticking with it. It's good enough. Aaron, may I ask well, your thoughts on this song? What is your rating this week? You and I are right in lockstep, Michelle. I gave this song a 2.6 blue backpacks yep. out of 5. Just above average. Again, there, there's a few things about the song that make it interesting. 
and get my attention. But for the most part, it's very much like it seems like a background song, and just yeah. you know, it is it is what it is. It's perfectly fine. It's not a bad song in any way, but not one I would probably seek out and, and go back to. You know, uh, oh, I'm really gonna hear that the same way I would for something like um, I don't even know, like the, break your heart. Uh, well, yeah, Break Your Heart or Alcohol <laughs> yeah. or Brian Wilson, Convention Years, any of those. Any of the fives. Um, yeah. Okay. Tracy. Enid. <laughs> Enid. Yes. Spell I, it. I am struggling with this. I've bounced around a little bit. Mm. Um, I try not to look at your scores and, and let it reflect on mine. Mm. Um, I honestly try to look at my own past ones and compare it to where it is to that my past scores do 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 i'm not gonna put it above a three. Ooh, it's gonna be i i've come down to a decision (laughs) (laughs) i bounced around in my head for like a good two minutes here there's a lot of editing that went in here i have decided that i'm gonna give this below a three it's gonna be a 2.95 i like the song wow better than easy i don't like it as much as bring it home um, I don't sing along with it, which I would for bringing it home. Um, and for, I, I like crawl better than the song. Um, I like a lot of their other stuff better than this song. I don't hate this song. I actually kind of enjoy it. And as a rocker and as a song to play in the background while I'm doing work around the yard or in the house, this is a, this is a song that I want to rock out to, but it's not, not one that I put on my playlist constantly. I have to be honest. And that's okay. Yeah. Deal with it, Ed. No. (laughs) (laughs) That is a direct challenge, Ed. So I feel like you might... Please come on the show. You'll need to come on the show and defend your honor against Tracy. (laughs) I can't wait. He's going to come on the show. He's going to be like, all right, write a better one than that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, right? You got it. (laughs) He'll come on the show and chastise me for my thoughts on another postcard is what will happen <laughs> well that was a page robertson mix so they might both be so we could blame steven <laughs> okay and tracy you said you already did appearances yeah i already did an appearance you know i just keep i keep going back to my score though like what I does your wanting... gut tell you i don't know it's like when we had that episode way back at the beginning of the year, we went over all our scores again, and everything had changed. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Sorry, Aaron is giving me the blankest look in the world right now. <laughs> He's like, that what? one was What's... for you, Mill. <laughs> yeah, right. Mill is cringing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not only was that a reach, that was like way out of my reach. That was that it was, was way so Stretch good. Armstrong right it there. Was that was so Delsing from Street Fighter. <laughs> I live for those moments. So come back next Love week it. and talk to us about how everything has changed. Yes. <laughs> when we talk about everything had changed. Yay. All Thanks, right, we'll everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs> Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Save me.